Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's part two of our deep dive with James Comer. James Comer sat down with Senator Ted Cruz and I to talk about the whistleblowers. And now the media has decided to undermine those whistleblowers with new attacks, acting like they're actually not even really whistleblowers. This is something that is not surprising to see. By the way, this is something that I expected from this media. NBC News, for example, said that the GOP investigating Hunter Biden probe, they're doing it with what they described as, quote, so-called whistleblowers. So now they're saying even the whistleblowers, the people that are career workers at the FBI, Career workers at the IRS, those that were Democrats that have come forward as whistleblowers are now saying they're not really whistleblowers. They're, quote, so-called whistleblowers. On Thursday's broadcast of NBC's Meet the Press Now, it's a show they have that's on MSNBC, NBC News Capitol Hill correspondent said that the Republicans in Congress will use the new FBI 1023 form that's been released on the Biden family in Ukraine. It's been released by Senator Chuck Grassley earlier in the day to, quote, bolster these investigations that we saw them do earlier this week with IRS so-called whistleblowers about Hunter Biden and how the tax investigation of President Joe Biden's son was handled. So, so now NBC News is saying that they're actually just so-called that's it. Just just so-called whistleblowers. Listen Talk about what Chuck Grassley, the senator from Iowa, did just a few minutes ago. He released a redacted FBI informant document related to Hunter Biden's business dealings that some Republicans claim could implicate President Biden. Now, explain as best you can what this document is about and then catch us up to speed on why it's so significant. Yeah, this is pretty dense reading, and I'm sure that you guys went through this immediately, too, because this is a document that we've really been waiting to see for a while here now, the long-fabled 1023 form that Grassley has long pointed to as a potential smoking gun implicating then-Vice President Joe Biden in the dealings with Burisma and his son Hunter. Of course, Democrats would be quick to point out that that's not what this document does, and frankly, in reading it, there are even some things that could be lost in translation between the Russian that was being spoken by this informant with the sources that he's referring to um, 
and the translation of that Russian. So it's not exactly a clean win or loss for anyone, but nevertheless, Republicans are going to point to this continuously as a clear sign of wrongdoing or potential wrongdoing and use it to continue to bolster these investigations that we saw them do earlier this week with IRS so-called whistleblowers about Hunter Biden saying that they that he was given a lenient deal by the Department of Justice for his tax violations. This is yet another page of that as we watch the Senate and the House move forward on the House side using the power of the gavel to continuously beat this drum against the White House and against his son Hunter Biden. Yeah, and worth pointing out. I love, by the way, how they describe that, right? Uh, well, these so-called whistleblowers. Okay, so NBC News now is telling you that we can't translate Russian, so that's going to be a problem. Acting like, well, there was the, the, the Russian was speaking in Russian, and so it's going to be lost in translation. Okay, that's number one, so move on from it, because there's really nothing here, because in the history of the world, we've never had to translate Russian, right? We've never had to translate uh, what our foreign enemies and our adversaries are saying when they speak in Russian or Japanese or Chinese or anything else, right? No, that, like that, that's never happened before. Never. Right? That's, that's something that just doesn't happen. So if they were speaking English, if these Russians are speaking English, then they'd have more credibility with NBC News. This is how corrupt the media actually is. The second part of this is now they're undermining the actual whistleblowers saying that they are, quote, this is NBC words, NBC News's words, so-called whistleblowers, so-called. The people that have whistleblown have used the whistleblowing laws to whistleblow. When you are reporting on what you are seeing, what you are seeing in your job in an official capacity, that is literally the definition of whistleblowing, and everybody knows that. That is what whistleblowing is. You, you, you go to your people above you, they do nothing. You then decide to be a whistleblower because in your capacity, in your job, it's not working. The, the, the rules are, 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 are not working the way they're supposed to work. You're, you're telling them that you are found something and they're covering it up, and then you want to go public. This is the definition of whistleblowing. So why would NBC News say so-called whistleblowers? Because this is all they have left. Because the intel is just so damning. They had no other option but to now just straight up lie to you. That's what they're doing. They're, they're just straight up lying to you. I want to go to your phone calls. And I want to see what you think about all of this. The number. Now, with the stage set, with what you're now seeing the media do. Now, I want to play for you part two of our interview with James Comer. We did this, uh, Senator Ted Cruz and I. If you missed the first part, go back and listen to it. All right. And I want to pick it up with the money laundering. I want to pick it up with the bribery. I want to pick it up uh, with... The WhatsApp message has now become so famous. That WhatsApp message was Hunter Biden shaking down leaders in China, claiming that he was sitting right next to his father. And within a week, they received more than $5 million. Take a listen. So, and, and let me ask you something. So one of the things we've talked about a lot is the WhatsApp message mm -hmm. that, that Hunter Biden sent 
to his Chinese business right. associate. And, and the text of it says, quote, I'm sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows, and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here, waiting for the call, with my father. Mm -hmm. Now, number one, we've talked about there, there are really only two defenses that Hunter and jo Joe Biden could put up to this, this WhatsApp message. One, they can claim it's fake and fraudulent, that it didn't actually get sent. Is anyone claiming that? No. So no one's disputing that this is accurate and real. Person. The second thing they could claim is Hunter was lying. Mm -hmm. That Hunter was saying dad was here and dad wasn't really there. So he was puffing, he was bragging, but, but he wasn't actually threatening the retaliation from Joe Biden. Have they claimed that? They haven't, no. All they've said is, well, he was on drugs and he was going through a hard period in his, in his life. And, and am I right that the investigators wanted to use GPS information yes. to determine was Joe Biden sitting next to Hunter? Because if he's typing this, yep. I'm sitting next to my dad, the fact that his dad was sitting next to him at that moment would be pretty irrelevant. They said that could have been easily proven. And so why didn't, why didn't they They were it? not allowed to do that. And who was they? Just so, I, the, so everybody knows. The IRS knows. whistleblower, the IRS employees testified that they were not allowed to do that by the Department of Justice. So, so going back to yesterday's pod, they weren't allowed to go question Hunter Biden. The, Hunter Biden was tipped off when they were trying to right. question him. His lawyers were gotten involved before they were able to question him. Then they weren't allowed to even see if the two men were sitting next to each other when they could have easily done that as well. And there's another thing. They interviewed some of these former associates, like Rob Walker, yep. like Eric Sherwin, like Tony Bobulinski. And through the course of those interviews, somebody told them there was a storage building that had a bunch of documents, a bunch of old laptops and things, papers and things like that, that would prove... They were telling oh, the truth. They were telling the truth and that Joe was involved. Yep. And they were never allowed to go into that storage building. They were tipped off when they... When the Bidens were tipped and off. And when you the say Biden, they, you mean the Department of Justice tipped Hunter Biden off they, they that, tipped that the, that the investigators and wanted to search that storage building. They tipped him off that they wanted to talk to him at his house in California, and they wanted to uh, search his storage unit. So, and look, if someone is guilty, if someone's a criminal, if you are investigating a drug dealer and you tell a drug dealer, hey, we want to search this warehouse at this location to see if you have drugs, what does the drug dealer do? Yeah. He gets rid of the evidence. Right. Sure. As fast as he can. So is there any law enforcement justification for telling the target of an investigation who you've got massive evidence of criminality, hey, here's where we want to search to see if there's evidence of your criminality? No. And, and has anyone given you one? You're investigating. Do they say, oh, yeah, we did this because, like, what's their just, let's play devil's advocate. Right. So they're saying we were trying to what? I mean, is there an argument? The, the one argument that they disclosed in the testimony to the Oversight Committee was that the Deputy U.S. Attorney Wolf said that the reason she wouldn't allow them to, to talk to Hunter Biden's grand, uh, 
Joe Biden's grandchildren, Hunter Biden's children, who received wires and who were also subjects, they were writing and, off. And let me stop you there, James. Okay. Because, look, I can understand someone saying, okay, maybe it's a little shady, a little problematic to talk to kids. Like, mm-hmm. like talking to kids, mm-hmm. I get it, but wait, these kids were getting money from yes. the Chinese communists? and Romanian foreign nationals. All right, you've got little kids. Yeah. I'm going to ask you right now, on the record, on verdict, I'm ready. have your children received any money from the Chinese communists? No. James, what about you? Romania? No. Okay. Uh, Ukraine? No. By the way, James, you have kids. Have your kids gotten any? Never. Like, seriously, who the hell does that? Nobody. Unless what? you're money laundering, right? And, and mm-hmm. by the way, these kids are little kids. Yep. So They're not working for it. Is it fair to say these kids in all likelihood have not done a meaningful service right. to the government of China? I doubt that the grandchild who was in college at the time did anything near of, of any value to receive a wire from a Romanian foreign national. This is what money laundering sounds like. writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, Ben Ferguson here, and on my bucket list, I've always wanted to go to the Holy Land, Israel. Well, we've decided to do a trip. You can come and join me and other listeners from around the country as we get to go to Israel, the cradle of Judaism, Christianity, and many of the principles that we hold dear as Americans. You're going to visit famous sites like the Armageddon Battlefield, Nazareth, Jericho, Jerusalem, and you're also going to step in the footsteps of the biblical figures like King David and Jesus Christ. I'm going to meet you in Jerusalem, and you can experience the city's great sites like the Western Wall, the Temple Mount, just to name a few. Go online right now and sign up or find out more about this incredible bucket list experience. ChristianExpedition.com slash Ben. That's ChristianExpedition.com slash Ben, or call 877-234-3002, 877-234-3002, or ChristianExpedition.com slash Ben. But what actually happened in Ukraine, and what are the whistleblowers saying? And how damning is that audio with Joe Biden talking about getting that prosecutor fired? Take a listen. Well, and we've seen now, it's broken recently, that that there was an email from a senior official at Burisma 
uh, signing off on the contract with Hunter Biden that said the ultimate objective of this contract is to stop any investigation of the oligarch who owned Burisma. And just months after that email, Joe Biden flies to Ukraine, holds a billion dollars in American Mm -hmm. aid hostage, demands that the prosecutor investigating that oligarch be fired. And as Joe Biden said on TV, son of a bitch. They yeah. fired him. He confessed on TV that he did that. Bragged so, about it. That's so, the quid pro quo right. in Ukraine. It was Joe Biden, not Donald Trump. And and there's zero dispute that Biden got him fired and that he got him fired by holding a billion dollars in USH hostage. That's He's admitted Joe to Biden's that. Biden's old words. So Biden's defense to this is they say, well... The prosecutor wasn't investigating enough corruption. So he wasn't trying to protect the oligarch. He wanted someone tougher. And yet just this week it's broken that the email to Hunter Biden said, we are paying you $83,000 a month, a million dollars a year, to stop the investigations into the oligarch, which is precisely what Joe Biden did a couple of months later. Yes, that's right. How shocked were you when you found that out? I'm not shocked about anything. I think that Joe Biden has been selling access to our enemies for decades. I think that- So long before Hunter was involved. So, so let me Hunter stop you involved. on that. You said he's been selling access to our enemies for decades. That, that, on the face of it, is an extraordinary statement. What's your basis for that? Basis is, you know, if you study Joe Biden like I have, uh, he's always been cash-strapped. Uh, he, he's never had a successful career in investing or anything like that. Then you look at the assets he's accumulated on a Senate salary. It, it's pretty pretty impressive. And you look at the upkeep to those assets. I, I believe that if we, you know, so the, you're saying a classic Corvette doesn't buy itself. No, and you know the Porsche a Delaware Beach house bought, doesn't I mean, buy itself. We're, we're finding where many of these toys that at least Hunter had were purchased by foreign nationals. So that's a whole other element of things of value received by the Bidens in the diamonds. Diamonds, a Porsche, uh, vacations, free stays at hotels, travel, women, all gifts from Foreign our adversaries. I mean, it, you know, is it a foreign and these national? Are not, this a is not Costa Rica. This is no, China. That's right. Like these are enemies who hate us. That that we don't trade with. You know, the only thing we do is give them foreign aid. That's you know, I mean, and and look, I think that that Obama knew this was going on towards the end, and I think that's why Obama didn't want Biden to run for president. I don't think it had anything to do with his age. I don't think anything to do with the gaffe. I think he never underestimate the ability for Joe Biden to f it up. That's right. And, and, And look. They had to know what was going on with with Ukraine. I mean, that stinks to high heaven, what was going on there. And Joe then then Bragg, he admitted he fired that prosecutor. Well, the whistleblowers testified today, we're just now getting the Ukrainian money. But yes, Hunter Biden supposedly was getting paid uh, $50,000, $60,000 a month as a director, but apparently they received millions of dollars, which goes back to that FV-1023, where they said they were... Uh, now, what bribed. is a 1023? We heard a lot of discussion about that, but the, what is it? A 1023 is a, is a form where the FBI has a paid informant who uh, comes and reports information that he's received. So the paid informant's like a spy. 
So the informant called or spoke to the FBI and said, "We, I have evidence that Joe Biden personally received a multi-million dollar bot bribe right. from a foreign national. Yes. And that got recorded in, in, in an FBI form. Yes. Did that get investigated? No. And that's why Grassley's been ups, upset about that. You're about to learn more from Senator Grassley and I about that 1023 form very soon. But the 10 now the 1023 also alleges that there are 17 voice recordings yes. between the Ukrainian oligarch, 15 of them with Hunter Biden and two of them with Joe Biden. Yes. Have you been able to figure out, do those recordings exist? Does DOJ or the FBI have them? I'll, no. They don't no, have you don't them. know or no, no, they no. don't they have don't them? They don't have them because they never investigated it, and that's from sources within the FBI. Okay, because I've asked the FBI, mm-hmm. and they've refused. Well, they act like they don't know what you're talking they've about. They've refused to answer yeah. my question. They've they stonewalled. They never investigated it. So, they so, never so, investigated so you believe they didn't want to know? They just they sort didn't of want to know. They were ostriches. They, tried, oh, they put oh, you, they, you know. yeah. When you hear James Comer sitting there telling you all of this from an investigation, and then you go back to the BS from NBC News where, where they refer to these whistleblowers, the alleged whistleblowers, acting like they're not really whistleblowers. It makes you understand why NBC News is no longer a news organization. They're part of a communist regime. They're no different than state-sponsored TV in China or in Russia. These are real whistleblowers coming forward, telling you real information, backing it up with documents, telling you how they were stopped from doing their job. These are heroes within our government who believe that the rule of law should apply to everyone, not exclude the Biden crime family. And yet NBC News now calls them alleged whistleblowers. Like they're not, not even, they don't even deserve to be treated like they're actually whistleblowers. Don't, this don't goes back to Tony Bobulinski for a second. If we go back in time, Tony Bobulinski went and sat down with the FBI right mm-hmm. after he became right. public in the, the, the waning days of the presidential campaign. Yeah. He did that press conference. The FBI finally met with him. What happened to Tony Bobulinski afterwards and all the intel he gave to the FBI? Have we gotten to the bottom of that yet, or did they do the same yeah. thing? We don't want to hear it. We okay. don't want to know. Because he said they never contacted him again. Never did. Never did. And, and, and by the way, David others. Weiss, so, so, so the, the, the U.S. attorney, who the press says over and over and over again, was appointed Trump by appointed. Donald Trump. So... Look, you know well, I know well, the way U.S. attorneys get appointed in the I Senate. I know well in Kentucky how U.S. attorneys get appointed. Uh, let's be clear. <laughs> no U.S. attorney gets appointed without the approval of both home state senators. Well, at least one in Kentucky, but go a- ahead. And uh, in, in <laughs> Delaware, there were two home state senators, Tom Carper and Chris Coons. They're both Democrats. Joe Biden is the godfather of all Democrats. Mm-hmm. In Delaware. So what it means is David Weiss had the sign-off from both Democrat senators who are deeply, deeply loyal to Joe Biden. And so claiming, let's be clear, there's nothing in David Weiss's background that suggests he's a Republican, he's a Trump partisan, he voted for Trump, he supports Republicans. Is is all that right? That's right. And look, I mean, this is a fact. McConnell has a big say in who gets appointed U.S. attorney in Kentucky when you have Democrat presidents, whether it be Biden or, or Obama. I mean, that's just the way it works. Because and let me be clear. Confirm. Let me be clear. In Texas, there are not U.S. attorneys appointed without John Cornyn and me signing right. off. That's, that's the way that's the Senate operates. That's exactly. And we have the ability yes. to kill any U.S. That's attorney right. nominee. That's, that's just right. the way the Senate that's operates. Right. And and so, yeah, I, I want to read a few quotes from today mm-hmm. that the whistleblowers testified to. So, IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley said, "Quote: The Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office and DOJ handling the Hunter Biden tax investigation was very different." 
from any other case in my 14 years at the IRS. At every stage, decisions were made that benefited the subject of this investigation. Mm -hmm. How unusual is that? It's, it's unprecedented. Unprecedented. I mean, we create an IRS tax crime division to go after tax cheats. And you're not supposed to turn a blind eye to politically connected tax cheats. But yet that's what happened here. And that's what the whistleblowers have testified. And I can tell you, in the six months I've been investigating, we've been blocked from Treasury. We've been blocked by the FBI. We've been blocked by the Secret Service. By the way, is there a Democrat in the House that gives a damn about any of this? No. And Even off the record? cares whether the President no. of the United States received a bribe no. from a foreign national. No. There's they, not one in the Senate. I can it. tell you in right. the Senate. On Senate Judiciary, not a single no. Democrat has asked a single question about anyone. They do not care right. if Biden is guilty. Is no. that true in the House, that's, too? That's true. Congressman, has anybody even, like, walked with you behind the scenes and been like, hey, I think this is, smells to high heaven. This is corruption. I'm a Democrat. I can't take the political risk. Has any, have you even said that to you behind the scenes? Behind the scenes, most Democrats wish Joe Biden would go home. Okay. So they but understand they the liability. publicly question no, no. anything they've done pertaining to wrongdoing. All right, let me give you another quote, again from Gary Shapley. Quote, investigators were not allowed to follow up on WhatsApp messages from Hunter Biden where he suggested he was sitting next to his father. And so, they could have proven that with GPS technology. It's not hard to determine. So there's an objective right answer. That's right. But they didn't want to know them. Let me give another quote. IRS whistleblower Joseph Ziegler testified, quote, the U.S. attorney in Delaware in our investigation was constantly hamstrung, limited, and marginalized by DOJ officials. Gary Shapley added, quote, the Justice Department allowed the president's political appointees to weigh in on whether to charge the president's son. Right. Is that accurate? That is accurate. And what he was talking about were the U.S. attorneys. And there were other jurisdictions besides Delaware where they wanted to... So D.C. and the Central Coast of California. D.C. and California. And, and those were U.S. attorneys appointed by Joe Biden. And am I right that the D.C. U.S. attorney was personally a donor to Joe Biden and the Central District of California U.S. attorney was personally a donor to Kamala Harris? I, I'm not sure, but you would probably know that. So that's been publicly okay. reported. Right. That's both accurate. And in both instances, Weiss wanted to bring charges in D.C. and the mm -hmm. Central District of California. And the reason that matters is the most egregious tax crimes that he committed were right. occurred in D.C. and the Central District of California. And both of these political donors to Biden-Harris mm -hmm. said, no, right. we won't bring those claims. That's right. Now, look, one of the consequences of this testimony, Merrick Garland, Biden's attorney general, testified under oath in front of the United States Senate, actually in response to questioning from me. He said, there's no political interference whatsoever. And David Weiss, the U.S. attorney, is allowed to bring whatever charges he wants with zero interference. He lied to you, Senator. And lying under oath is a felony. Mm -hmm. And also the testimony that DOJ informed Hunter Biden when they were going to interview him, informed Hunter Biden when they were going to search the warehouse, all of that is obstruction of justice. That's right. As I view it, and I want to see if you view it the same way. There are two and only two scenarios. Either the whistleblowers are telling the truth, in which case Merrick Garland has committed multiple felonies, or the whistleblowers are not telling the truth. Mm -hmm. And so Merrick Garland's entitled to defend themselves, and That's maybe right. he can demonstrate that what they're saying is false. But if what they're saying is true, 
we have an attorney general who's a felon. I think you're exactly right. And I think that uh, more and more people in the House of Representatives are realizing that. I think today was a, a pivotal moment. I think a lot of the moderate Republicans that uh, get nervous when, when you talk about impeachment, because honestly, yeah. a lot of our guys don't want to impeach because they don't have confidence that the Senate will convict. Well, and the Senate right. won't, to right. be clear. Right. The chances of the Senate convicting are zero. Right. Why? Because there's not a single Democrat right. who will vote to convict, and it doesn't matter what the evidence That's is. Right. So to impeach in the House takes a majority. Right. If Republicans stand together, they'll do so. Though I'll predict yeah. if y'all impeach, whether it is Merrick Garland or Alejandro Mayorkas or Joe Biden, I'll predict you will not get a single Democrat who votes to impeach in the House. Yeah. Now, if you want to hear the rest of this conversation, you can download Verdict with Ted Cruz wherever you get your podcast and listen to it in its entirety. There's also something else that's happening now, and that is the deep state is really now digging in to fight back because they realize they're in trouble. CNN this morning had this to say about Chuck Grassley releasing this FBI document. Listen, this this 1023 form. Listen. All right. The FBI in the White House sharply criticizing a move by Senator Chuck Grassley, the Iowa Republican releasing an internal FBI document with unverified claims from 2016 that President Biden and his son Hunter purportedly received bribes from the CEO of the Ukrainian energy company Burisma. Now, Grassley says he is able to release that document. It's called a Form 1023 because of, quote, legally protected disclosure by Justice Department whistleblowers. But the FBI says Grassley's release of this information, unverified information, at a minimum, risks the safety of confidential sources. And the White House sharply criticized Republicans for pushing long debunked claims. They're going to fight back. They're going to keep fighting back. They're now going to go after Senator Grassley. They're going to go after anybody that keeps doing this moving forward. They're going to go after every whistleblower. The media is going to do this for them, just the same way that I just mentioned what happened at NBC News, saying that, you know, well, parts of Biden's FBI form could be lost in translation from Russia, right? Like implying that, well, you can't say that this form is any good because this form uh, it, it came through and it's in Russian. And, and so we, we apparently... Our government's too stupid or the media's too stupid. We can't we can't figure out how to translate Russian. Right? It's just too hard. Translating Russia at Russian uh is just something we, we just can't take on. That's their new alibi. And if you're a whistleblower, you're not really a whistleblower. You're an alleged whistleblower. You're a so-called whistleblower. You're not actually a whistleblower because because apparently the only people that can be whistleblowers now are people that the media and the Democratic Party decide to give that title to. If you if you come in, you use the whistleblower laws, you go through the back channel, the, the channels of where you're supposed to to be a whistleblower, and you do everything perfectly, but you're telling a, a you're, you're blowing the whistle and saying they don't want you to know, then you're no longer a whistleblower. You're an alleged whistleblower. In other words, you're a fake. You're a fraud. You're not real. And they will come after you with everything they have. Now, there's one of two things that are going to happen now. There's either going to be so many people in our government that are so angry at the demonizing and dehumanizing behavior of the deep state attacking these whistleblowers, that more whistleblowers will come forward. And I think there's a very good chance that could happen. Because if you see your friends being crucified this way that you work with, that you know are not pushing a political agenda and or ideology, you're going to be mad as hell and you're probably going to say, screw it, I'll come forward too. 
This may be a massive political backfire for the Democrats because they just usually get their way. That's what normally happens, right? They can say and do whatever they want to do. I think that's going to backfire big time now. I think it's going to be significant that other people are going to say, I'm going to stand with my friends who are telling the truth and how dare you act like they're politically motivated when they are just trying to tell you that they couldn't do their job. And when you see them treat, treat your friends this way, that's when people start to come back and say, no, don't forget. If you want to listen to part one, go back, download Ben Ferguson podcasts. You can hear part one. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.